Hey there, fellow parent entrepreneurs. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to join us here on The Kenza Pod. My name is Tiffany Jones. I'm the co-founder and CEO of The Kenza Collective, where we empower and educate parents who are making the transition from working for the man to working for themselves. Our goal is to help you create a life where you have autonomy, freedom, and the power to dictate how you spend your days, all based on your family's unique needs. So if you're ready to hand in your notice and experience the freedom that comes from working for yourself, or if you've already done it and are in the trenches trying to manage all the pieces, you're in the right place. Be sure to check out kenzacollective.com for all kinds of resources specifically geared toward the busy working parent. And thanks again for being here. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Kenza pod. If you are someone who is considering the leap into full-time freelancing or consulting, full-time working for yourself, we could say, but you are being held back because your job is the one that provides your family with the healthcare coverage and you feel like you can't afford to lose that or you feel really nervous about what it would look like to step away from that, all those kinds of things, then this episode is definitely for you. Uh, we're going to be talking to Octavio Jara, who has a passion for helping individuals and small businesses navigate our complicated healthcare system. Yes, he is actually passionate about it. He takes pride in being able to break it down, break it all down into layman's terms, or as he puts it on his company's homepage, potlatch benefits makes insurance fun again, which is like a brilliant headline, by the way. <laughs> So today we're going to stay really focused though, and I know we may need to have Octavio back at some point, but today we're going to be picking his brain all about COBRA. Um, and I'm not even going to try and say what it's actually an acronym, what it stands for, because I looked it up and it's a ridiculous It makes no mouthful. sense. It makes no sense. So I'm just, we'll just call it COBRA. Um, and we're going to get into this, but it's a law that requires group health plans to provide temporary continuation of your health coverage that might otherwise be terminated. We'll get into all that. So in other words, what it is, is it's a program you can keep the benefits of your current employer for up to 18 months, sometimes more. Um, of course, you do need to pay the full premium out of pocket. It's not like it just stays the same rate. Um, but as Activia will explain, this is a lot of times the best transition plan for someone leaving a full-time position and moving into self-employment. So I'm not gonna keep talking about this because I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, welcome to the show, Octavio. Thank you, Tiffany. Good to see you again. So, Octavio, before we dive into all of the fun that is health insurance, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, whatever you want to tell us about your personal life, and tell us how and why you became so passionate about insurance. Uh, I've been doing insurance for 25 years this year, actually. Started when I was five years old, obviously. <laughs> I was going to and... say, you do not look old enough <laughs> to have been doing this for 25 years. And basically, like most people in the insurance industry, I got shanghaied into it. Like this was so long ago that uh, I had to fax in my resume into an <laughs> ad that I saw in a newspaper. And it was just for a little um, insurance brokerage in downtown San Francisco. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Uh, fortunately, I worked for a woman that taught me the ropes when it came to insurance. I worked for her for eight years and truly honed my skills in insurance. And it wasn't something, you know, I was young at the age and what did I care about health insurance? Uh, but it was, I was in this job when uh, the first dot-com crash happened. 
So, right, all these businesses are shutting down, all my friends are losing jobs, and our income is going up. Why? Because what my mentor explained to me is everybody always needs insurance. And to be good at something like this, you just have to care about people and what is happening to them. So uh, basically, like I said, that was 25 years ago. Eight years ago, I started my own business because, you know, between working for her and other people, I started working for people that were just interested in selling whatever made them the most commission, which ended up with clients that didn't know what they had, why they had it, why it was so expensive, and employees that were just as confused. So I started my own business because I wanted to not over-educate my clients, but give them just enough information to understand the decision they're making and why it makes sense. And I also go a step further and make certain employees understand that as well. Because if the employer is spending all this money on it and the employees don't understand what the coverage is, then it's all been a waste. Right. Like if you're not taking full advantage. Exactly, exactly. Like employees need to appreciate what they have, and that comes from understanding what they have. But yeah, that's why that's how I got into insurance. That's why I love what I do. Personally, I live in San, San Diego. Enjoy. I'm glad I'm, I have a successful business doing things the way I wanted to. And I'm actually three weeks away from uh, being a father for the first time. I was hoping you had mentioned that. I didn't want to steal that thunder, but I was like... I mean, it's really all that matters right now. <laughs> that is. It's all that matters. I'm so excited for you. So you're going to be in the life that a lot of our listeners are in, which is running your own business while a child or baby is running around. And it's a whole new layer of challenge, but also a whole new layer of meaning also. So that's... I'm really excited for you and Thank your you. wife. Yay. Well, I'm glad we snagged you beforehand. This was like a little bit dicey three weeks before the due date. And I'm like, hopefully we get them in here. <laughs> I just need something to keep me distracted, basically. And this is helping. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Very cool. Thank you for sharing that background with you, with us. And I think that that's a lot of what really drew me to you. And like you, I've always kept you in the back of my mind. Um, Octavia and I first met a long time ago, probably when you were just getting started with Potlatch. Am I saying that right, by the way? You Potlatch, are. right? Yeah. yeah. And he came in, I think you did a presentation. I was running a co-working space at the time. And I think you did a presentation that you hosted a happy hour and talked about insurance. And I was like, who is this guy that like actually is like friendly and cool and can talk about insurance actually in a way that you're like, oh, I get that. You're not making me feel like an idiot. And um, so we've kind of like randomly kept in touch over the years. And, and I knew that you were the you were the guy to talk to us about Cobra and hopefully some future um, topics as well. So um, let's dive in. And how about you just tell us from the beginning, what is Cobra and how might our audience specifically actually benefit from this law? Cobra is one of those things that people hate. They hate because they don't understand it. They think it's so expensive. And it really is, like I spoke to somebody yesterday where I said, well, do you have the option of Cobra? And her response was, well, I haven't had a chance to call Cobra. And I told her, well, Cobra is not something you call. And uh, I explained to her, as I'm going to explain to you, what Cobra is, because nobody knows it. Everybody knows about it, everybody knows it's expensive, but nobody knows why. COBRA is a law. It's a federal law that says any employer with 20 or more employees has to give a terminated employee the option of keeping the coverage they had 
at their own expense. That is all it does. If somebody signs up as a COBRA participant, they have the same plan, same coverage, same everything. The only difference is now they are paying the full cost plus 2%. So that's why COBRA is so expensive because now instead of just paying a portion of the cost, they're paying the full cost, right? When you're employed, the employer is paying 50, at least 50% of the cost, sometimes 100. That's, you know, your costs are low because of that. But now that you're paying the full cost, that's why it gets expensive. Uh, for companies with less than 20 employees in the state of California, there's something called CalCobra, which is essentially COBRA for companies with less than 20. So in both instances, when an employee loses coverage, they are then sent paperwork that says, if you want to keep the plan you just had, fill out this paperwork and with a check and we'll sign you right back up on it. That is what COBRA is. It's a law that says you can keep the plan you just had at your own expense. So why the 2%? Is that, is that a guarantee that will always happen? And where does that money go? So basically that is an administrative fee. Right. So for a company that's subject to federal COBRA, they get to charge an additional 2% just for the bother of having to administer COBRA. Uh, when it comes to CalCOBRA, it's actually the total cost plus 10% for the same reason. So it's, it's basically the cost of administration that whoever's administering it gets to keep. And when you say whoever's administering it, it would be like the HR department of your last company. Yep. Is that what you're either, either the employer, so companies subject to federal COBRA, the employer is responsible for administering COBRA, sending out the letters, collecting the checks, all that stuff. When it comes to CalCOBRA, it's actually the insurance company that's responsible for administering it. So that's, that's another big difference between the two. Uh, with COBRA, an employee... If they sign up, they can keep that coverage for 18 months. At the end of 18 months, if the company is in California, they can extend it another 18 months through CalCobra. You know, that's, that's on down the line, but basically anybody with an employer in California has the option of keeping their coverage for three years. All right, so that seems like, uh, you know, an interesting law, but to have to pay, you know, the full price plus 2% or plus 10% or whatever, um, seems like it could get pretty pricey. But I know that you've said when we've talked before that this could be kind of the best option for people. Can you explain that a little bit? Absolutely. So Cobra, right, an employee that's leaving their job, Cobra becomes their first option for coverage, right? All right. That becomes the quickest and easiest way to set up coverage. Uh, if the employee is married, right, there's a chance that they could jump on their spouse's health plan if the spouse is working somewhere that offers coverage. Uh, beyond those two options, the next option is to go to Covered California and set up individual coverage, right? You can set up a policy that isn't connected to any employer, purchase something that makes sense for you and your family. Um, now, in the last five, six years since the Affordable Care Act has come around, I'd say nine times out of 10, when I'm talking to someone that has a COBRA option, right? They've just left their employer. Uh, they send me a copy of what their plan is and what the monthly cost would be. 
So what I do is I use that and I get a quote for individual options, right? Comparable plans or less expensive plans sometimes with like Blue Shield or Kaiser or HealthNet, something like that. Nine times out of 10, the Cobra option is about the same cost or sometimes less expensive. And sometimes less expensive, it's not enough savings to justify the, the decrease in benefits. An employer group plan is always going to be better coverage than an individual plan, right? Typically group plans have bigger networks, better benefits. Uh, so nine times out of 10, I will quote an individual policy that maybe the cost is within $50 of each other, but the coverage is much worse than what the COBRA coverage is, right? So I actually spoke to one of my best friends from high school who was leaving his job and the his COBRA cost was, I'd say, in the $2,700 range. And to him, you know, he has health issues within his family and he just wanted the best option available. The best option available was in the $4,000 a month range. So in his instance, it was easy to tell him like, you have better coverage through Cobra and it's much less expensive. Keep that Mm -hmm. for as long as you can. Plus you avoid the headache of changing networks, changing doctors, finding all new people. And especially I'm someone who deals with a chronic health issue with my thyroid and finding the right uh, endocrinologist can be very, very, very challenging. Um, and so if you're someone out there who has someone in their family, or you are one of those people who has a doctor you really love, you know, the pain of trying to find a new one may be worth it, even if it is, you know, a couple hundred bucks extra or something like that. Um, it's something to not, you know, ignore. And it is, you know, with Cobra, since you're keeping the cane, same everything, it's the same network. You have every, you know, any deductible that you've met is carried over onto the the policies. So, yeah, especially with someone with a chronic condition, it used to be Cobra was the only option for people with health conditions, but the Affordable Care Act changed that. But that doesn't mean that the Affordable Care Act is a better option necessarily. So you, one thing you mentioned is, you know, if you leave, is there anything that makes you ineligible for this? Like if you're fired or you quit or you're laid off or anything like that, is there anything about the way you leave a company that would make you ineligible for it? Only one thing and it's tough to litigate basically. So it doesn't matter if your employment was voluntary or involuntary, but if you're terminated due to gross negligence, then the employer is supposed to have the ability to not offer COBRA. Uh, but every, co- every COBRA webinar I've been to, they've told employers just offer COBRA because that's tough to prove, basically, unless you have detailed HR notes. So that is the only reason you're not supposed to be able to have a COBRA option. If you need to beef up your financial literacy, we have many resources available to you. Head to kenzacollective.com slash blog to search all of our podcast episodes and find the financial topics that are most relevant to where you are right now. And if you can't find what you're looking for, just let us know and we'll create it. We also have several free tools that you can download, including our cash flow planning tool. You can purchase our You Can Do This course, which has several lessons about setting up your financial infrastructure, and we go over the regular tasks that you need to be doing in order to keep your finances in shape. 
And lastly, if you're needing some one-on-one -on -one mentoring to help you with all of this, Beth is ready to meet you right where you are. Head to kenzacollective.com and click on mentoring to get more information. All of these links are also available right in the show notes. Okay, now let's get back to the episode. I want to play out this scenario because I think that this could pertain to a lot of our listeners. So let's say someone's listening to this and they're and they're really on the verge. I actually just talked to someone the other day who like is so ready to leave their job, but thinks that she might get pregnant in the next year or two and wants the coverage of that insurance. You know, it's like she's just weighing all of her options, which is just don't get me started that we have to like think about these things in the US. But anyway. So they're thinking about this. They want to know, they want to just see like what does their health their health insurance actually cost? Like what would this look like for them? But they also don't want to like reveal to their HR department or whoever that this is something they're thinking about. Like how do they navigate that situation? So sometimes uh, in laying out benefits to employees, sometimes the employers do say, you know, the total cost is $700 right? Your cost is $60 because we pay 95% of the cost or whatever. So sometimes the employer will, in introducing the benefits, they will also provide the total cost of whatever the plan is. If the employee knows that, oh, I'm on the hook for 50% of the cost, right? Then they just figure out what their monthly cost is to you know, multiply it by two to get the total cost. Or they can just try to be super sneaky and just kind of, hey, what's the total cost for my benefits? Just out of curiosity, you know, yeah. something like that. But there should be ways to determine that number. And then once you know that total number, now you have something to compare other options to. So, so they figure out, okay, this is probably the total cost we'd be taking on. So what they can do with that information now is just factor that into the cost of doing business that they're going to take on when they go out on their own. Exactly. Okay, so yeah, so someone has the final number of what their health insurance is going to cost, and now they can make a much more informed decisions, decision and even start to explore, talk to someone like you, start to explore, would I keep this? Would I, is there some better plan that I can do? All of that kind of stuff. Um, and just be a lot more informed on the whole thing. And what I, what, the way it usually goes down, like, like, like I said, with my best friend from high school, uh, after determining that Cobra was a better option for him, you know, I told him, I just made that check a little bit easier to write every month, right? I think most people automatically sign up for Cobra and every month probably write the check and, oh my God, there's got to be something better, right? But that, you know, hoping there is doesn't mean there is. So mm -hmm. even if it's just a quick conversation to help people determine Cobra is a better option and here's why that's something that can at least make that check easier to write every month. Now, do all of your dependents also stay on the plan or there, is there anything weird about that part of it? So when it comes to COBRA, each enrolled person has separate rights to COBRA, right? So let's say somebody is working with their, and they have coverage for their wife and three kids and their employer offers medical, dental, and vision coverage. Uh, when the coverage terminates and people have the option of signing up for COBRA, and let's say there's one of the kids that has a serious health issue, they can just sign the one kid up for COBRA and leave the rest of the family. Like maybe the family goes onto a bronze plan and that's a way to reduce cost. But basically each enrolled person on the benefits plan has separate rights to COBRA. So, you know, that this family could say, you know, we're just putting our kids on vision coverage. 
the wife and I are taking dental, and all of us are taking Medicare. So yes, whoever was enrolled the day before coverage canceled has the option of signing up as a COBRA participant. Wow, okay, that's really interesting and pretty cool, it seems. Yeah, I mean, it may not always make sense, but sometimes, you know, if, like, let's say if somebody has, hey, I'm in the middle of getting a, a wisdom tooth replaced or a root canal done, all right, just keep the COBRA for one more month to get that covered, and then you can cancel it whenever. Or, you know, keep the vision coverage for another couple months, get everybody a pair of glasses, and then you can drop that, that part of the coverage. Or even in the case of the person that I was just referencing, maybe she stays on her company's health coverage knowing that they are trying to get pregnant and that's going to be a reality for them in the next maybe 18 months or so. Um, And then the rest of the family can shift to a different plan and they can sort of mix and match based on what makes sense for their budget. Exactly. I mean, there's a good chance COBRA still will make the most sense, but you just never know. Right. Okay. So who does someone like is it you or like who does someone where do they go how do they start to like navigate all of this and start to really kind of compare all these plans and options uh step one is knowing what coverage you have right most of the cobra people that i talk to i always tell them send me a benefit summary for your coverage and find out what the total cost right once we know that then we have a starting point for comparison Uh, Then, you know, at that point, I can do a quick quote, eyeball it quickly. Uh, People could go to Covered California directly. They could go to Kaiser directly, Blue Shield. Uh, The problem there is going to those websites assumes that you know what you're looking at. And in my experience, most people don't. Mm -hmm. Uh, So sometimes it can be just a quick conversation where I eyeball it and uh, let people know that, yep, Cobra is a better option, right? All right, maybe this plan is $50 less per month, but it's a bigger network and better coverage, typically. Now, do all states offer the extension another 18 months or some other time period, or is that just a couple of states that do that? So my expertise is California, and I know California does. I found out recently that Hawaii doesn't uh, and Georgia doesn't. So it is. it depends on what state the employer is in. Uh, let's say, for example, if I have an employer whose coverage is California-based and they have an employee in New York, that New York employee will have the option of CalCobra because it is a California policy. Uh, but as far as state continuation, which is what Calicobra is, it does vary state by state. Okay. So you'd want to look that up in your area because that's, I mean, yeah, that's a really interesting, if Cobra is working out for you and the price point works out for you, how amazing would it be to say for the next three years we're covered, we know what we're going to be getting and we know the price and all that kind of stuff. That's a really nice runway for someone going out on their own. Exactly right. They at least know what to expect from their plan for the next three years. And, you know, in talking to me, like my best friend from high school, he already knows about what the costs are going to be and what the coverage is going to be when they lose COBRA. Right. So let's talk about when the the end of that 18 months is approaching. Um, When does someone, and and let's say that for whatever reason, they're not going to continue, or maybe their state doesn't have that coverage. When does someone need to start thinking about their next steps? Uh, I would say two months before their COBRA coverage cancels is a good start to uh, look into, all right, is state continuation an option, 
right? They could mm -hmm. call, typically they could call the carrier for that because that's something the carrier administers or their employer. Uh, but a good start is, all right, step one would be, let's see if I have the option of extending another 18 months. And at the same time, they could call someone like me and just, hey, my COBRA's ending in a couple months. What are my options? I at least want to understand that. Uh, which that would be much better than, hey, my COBRA canceled six months ago. Uh, what do I do? Right now you have now you have no <laughs> yeah. option really. So it's always better to to do start sixty days out. I would say. Awesome. I feel like this is a really good overview and it's going to be really helpful for people in understanding some of their options. Is there anything else as you're thinking about the people who are listening to this who, you know, specifically are about to go out on their own or have already gone out on their own or insurance is blocking them or they feel like that's holding them back? Is there anything else that you want them to know about that specific transition period? Uh, so it's always important to know the timeline of the COBRA process and how it, it's going to work. Uh, sometimes uh, I'll get a call, let's say once a quarter from an employer saying, hey, uh, this employee wants their COBRA information sent out to them now. They're basically COBRA, the thing that kicks off the COBRA process is a person's coverage terminating. Right. If today was my last day working for a company, but my co coverage doesn't end until the end of the month, it's not until my coverage cancels that the COBRA process starts. And step one is first the coverage cancels. Within two weeks of that date, the employer or the carrier has to send out paperwork saying your coverage canceled. Here's the cost for re-enrolling and here's the paperwork to complete. So within two weeks of the termination date, you should get paperwork on signing up. You have 60 days from the date coverage canceled to make that decision, right? So my coverage ends September 30th. I've got until the end of November to decide if I want COBRA or not, right? So I have 60 days to figure out my next coverage. If I do decide to sign up for COBRA, it'll be reinstated retroactively to the date it canceled. So basically anything that happened within those 60 days would be covered as though you never lost coverage. Uh, if you go to see a doctor within that time before you signed up for COBRA, they're gonna correctly verify that your coverage is no longer active because it is canceled until you sign back up and pay the premiums. Okay. So that's the process there. Just it's two weeks, to get the paperwork and then you have 60 days from the date coverage canceled to sign up. Uh, what I always like to talk about to some of my clients is you can kind of have a little play within that um, timeline. For example, right again, let's say my coverage ends September 30th. I could decide to set up a new policy effective November 1st, right? Effectively saving premiums for the month of October. If something happens in October, I get hospitalized or someone in my family gets hospitalized, I can sign up coverage for the only person that needs it for COBRA mm. and have their coverage reinstated back to October 1st. And then whatever happened within the month would be covered, right? And then now you're saving premium because you're only signing up the person that needs coverage. If a person needs to fill a prescription or something, all right, and let's say the prescription costs $100 and the cost of COBRA costs $600, obviously it makes sense to pay $100 instead of a full month of COBRA to have a $10 copay. 
So there is there is some wiggle room within that timeline, uh, and it just comes to understanding what it is and how it works. Interesting. And so otherwise, like let's say you were, you know, let go September 25th and your coverage ends on the 30th and for whatever reason you've decided not to go with Cobra, you better get on it to sign up for a new plan to start October 1st, right? Like it's just something you really need to be thinking about. Yep. Yeah, you could to get a, an October 1st effective date, you would have to sign up before October 1st. But yeah, if you decide to wait till November 1st because you don't have any immediate healthcare needs, you have a little time to play with. Now, uh, the one thing I tell people, and it actually helped a guy immensely one time, is when you get the COBRA paperwork, know where it is, fill it out, have it in an envelope with a stamp, ready to go. Because <laughs> if there is some major medical something that goes on, you don't want to add to that stress the having to look for your Cobra paperwork. What do I do? What do I... So many years ago, I did give that a guy that advice. And probably two weeks after his coverage canceled, his father called me to tell me that his son had a stroke. He's incapacitated in a hospital and he needs to set up his coverage now. So I told him, look, I told your son to have the paperwork ready to go. Like, can you go to his apartment? And the dad fortunately went to his son's apartment, found the Cobra paperwork all ready to go with a check, and he just dropped it in the mail. Coverage got reinstated. Dang, so that's so have it ready to go just in case, basically. <laughs> I know, right? Just in case. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what a story. Okay. that Those are some really good pro tips. So it sounds to me like if you're listening and you're really thinking about doing this, you really need to think about the timing of everything and make sure, you know, if you are going to quit your job and hand in a two week notice, or like when I left my last job, I actually gave them a whole month's worth of notice. Um, and so to really think through how that's all going to play out in terms of your health coverage, to make sure that your family is going to be covered and you're not going to be scrambling to get that all figured out with the right timing and be left hanging for a couple of weeks, you know, or months. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's important to know the timeline, how it works. Uh, the only other thing I'll say is for some employers, your coverage terminates on your last day working. Oh. Uh, that's typically for employers with uh, 100 or more employees. So your coverage is either going to end the day you leave, your last day working, or the end of the month uh, that you terminated employment. So that would be another thing to just kind of be aware of when somebody's thinking of leaving their job. Gosh, that just seems so crappy to like fire someone and then be like, oh, and by the way, today's your last day of work and your last day of health coverage. So have a nice day. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's how Damn. they do it. Typically, but, but conversely, typically those employers, uh, your coverage starts the day you start working. Right, yeah. So it's, it's good on both ends um, for somebody basically. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about your business before we wrap up, but is there anything else on Cobra that you want to share with people? Any pro tips, those insider, like that timeline was really, really helpful. Anything like that? Mm, nothing else I can think of. That's pretty much the basics of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So tell us about Potlatch. What do you guys do? How can people get in touch with you? How can you help people? Tell us all the things. So Potlatch Benefits, again, I started eight years ago, uh, focused mostly on helping small businesses 
a lot of my job these days is helping startups set up their first benefits package. Uh, but mm -hmm. also in the last couple months, I've taken over a couple uh, businesses that have coverage in place over from a broker that the employer just never heard from, has retired, doesn't know what they're talking about, isn't being helpful. So uh, at the end of the day, I feel like I bring clarity to employers as far as what they're offering and whether or not it makes sense. Uh, and then once that decision is made, mm -hmm. we convey that to the employees and to a point where they're understanding. I also help any individuals that find their way to me. Uh, it's becoming less and less of my business because my group business is working, but I will pretty much never turn anybody down that needs help. Um, as I mentioned to you, Tiffany, I talked to plenty of people where really all I'm doing is explaining to them why Cobra makes sense. That doesn't make me any money, but in my idea, I now have somebody that understands a little bit better what I'm willing to do for people. So, you know, it might come back uh, at some point to me. The best place to get a hold of me, a good start would be my website, uh, potlatchbenefits.com. Uh, one thing I will say on that, when you go to the about page, make sure to hit the fun button. There's something fun that happens there, which what? I don't know if anybody's done that, but no, at the end of the day, I just like being a voice of reason for something that I know people hate hate dealing with and don't understand. So yeah. uh, if I can spend 20 minutes with someone and get them to a better point of understanding so that they have help in making what is typically a very important decision, I'm happy to mm -hmm. do it. I think that's awesome. And I think for a lot of our listeners too, you know, there's two ways that you could, um, you know, help out here, which is to, you know, to refer Octavio, which is number one, if you're starting to expand your own business and hire employees, he'd be a great person to talk to is maybe that's something that you can start offering. Um, but a lot of our listeners have clients that are small businesses or larger businesses. And so if you wanted to refer Octavio to them as someone that you know um, could help them out with their small business insurance needs, that would be another great way to, um, you know, to refer Octavio to some of your clients. So um, Potlatch Benefits, it's P-O-T-L-A-C-H-E benefits.com. No, there's no E? No, it's, uh, well, it's P-O-T-L-A-T-C-H-E benefits. What did I miss? The T? Damn. Yeah, I think so. I think so. All right. Well, you know, that's, that's all part of the tactic here. We're just going to say it a million times. And so people, you know, understand. No, yeah. mm -hmm. um, but I'll, we'll link to it in the show notes here and definitely check it out. Um, and hopefully we can have Octavio back. Let us know if you have any other questions, listeners, um, about health insurance that we could maybe pick his brain about. And we'll get him back on the show because we're trying to make insurance fun again over here, guys. That's right. Yeah, yeah. One, <laughs> one client at a time. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. We really, really appreciate it. And I feel like I've learned so much more about Cobra and this great benefit that um, I don't feel scared about it anymore. So that's always nice. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Have a thank great you. one, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Kenza Collective to stay in touch. And if you have a moment, please drop a review for this podcast so that we can reach more parents and help them create a life and a living that actually works for their families. Have a great day.